0: Hello, and welcome to the fifth episode of The Sulfuric Secrets, a horror podcast from Between Two Worlds. We've explored two timelines in The Sulfuric Secrets' storyline so far. The first is the Alchemy Timeline, set in the 1850s with Mr. Rollo, the Flayed Man, the Copper Basement, and the Transatlantic Telegraph Cables. The second is the Post-War Timeline, Set in the 1940s, with Jack and Margaret Olson, Desmond Lynch, the Pisces Reef base, and U.S. Nord. And now, in episode five, we introduce the cyberpunk timeline, set in the 2040s. Life itself covers many genres. Our first kiss is a romance. Our first fight is action, and our first job is typically horror. Without genre. Life itself might just be a series of meaningless, random, but memorable events that we string together to create some sort of cohesive narrative. The only difference here is that all three timelines of the Sulfuric Secrets are related, regardless of how far they're separated by time. As we continue on, you'll share the vision of the universe that a demon would know, where time has no meaning. Episode 5 of the Sophuric Secrets is called, Mariana's Web. Please be advised that this episode contains mature content that might not be appropriate for all audiences. Can the internet have a consciousness? If you programmed a machine to question its own existence, does that count as sentience? The flayed man's brain, or the soft fleshy carbon components of it at least, are gone. But the cables are still on the ocean floor, transmitting data. When people describe the internet, they typically describe the internet that we are familiar with or the surface web, as the tip of the iceberg. But the vast, overwhelming majority of the internet is hidden underneath, in unindexed, non-searchable pages collectively known as the deep web. And just like the human subconscious, a part of the deep web is referred to as the dark web. The dark web represents the absolute extremes of human nature, a final bastion for democracy social activism, and journalism, and a hideout to profit from the most vile acts of sex and violence imaginable. But, in hushed whispers, denizens of the deep, dark web talk of an even deeper, darker layer of the internet. Dismissed as science fiction madness, some speculate that it would take a quantum computer and polymeric facigol derivation to reach it. A computational method that hasn't been invented yet. If the dark web is the internet's subconscious, then what horrifying thoughts could occupy this even deeper, hidden layer? There is no chemical composition for thought, and if the internet thinks, then those thoughts don't exist in the physical plane. But maybe what we know is that there are physical prisons that can be measured, quantified, and calibrated for which we use terms like atom, molecule, and quark. But then, there's the things that exist in between those, the things that can't be measured, but we still know for sure exist, even if we can't prove it. It would seem that these immeasurable parts are the truly dangerous ones. If you can't measure something, then you can't tell it's grown into a problem until it's far too late. He knows what's going on. Five words typed into the message board, sitting unread. Ollie got out of his chair. It was a particularly dusty night. Not much he could do about it. But he did love how the dust sparkled in the glow of his 17-inch monitor. The only source of light in the cabin besides the row of candles. Ollie looked at the plastic sheeting on the walls, ...and the planks of wood that haphazardly nailed over where his windows used to be. He wished that he could stare out the window with a blank, vacant stare. Instead, he just stared blankly at the massive cables filling up the fireplace. Ollie got up to make himself a drink. It was far too late for coffee, which meant it was the perfect time to drink it. The kettle boiled rapidly as Ollie leant against the kitchen bench... Ollie looked at his computer. (laughs) About time, he thought. Coffee first, then the message. If they were going to make him wait, he can return the favour. Ollie walked back to his desk and plonked the cup back on the table. There, staring back at him was a response from someone he didn't know. It was just a series of numbers, letters and symbols. Ollie wasn't born yesterday. There were plenty of people on the dark web who will send onerous links leading to all manner of sinister sites. All it took was one click and your foot was caught in the bait. Ollie was careful. He had a burner computer for these sorts of things and his curiosity was too much for him to resist. Ollie booted up his computer and took a long sip of coffee. After a minute, Ollie typed in the link. Last chance to back out. Ollie tapped the key and... Nothing. God damn it. That's somehow worse than a virus. Oh thank god, Ollie thought. It's a message from Sarah. Even lazier than Ollie's five words, Sarah had spent all this time just to write four. That's not a link. Ollie was about to respond with something sarcastic when Sarah quickly followed up with another response to her earlier point. It's a cipher. Ollie stopped regretting that fifth cup of coffee. Ollie had joined this group a couple of years ago. When he'd joined, he was Shadow Cat 34. Sarah was blunderbuster underscore FD. There was Ali, Rama and Wei. They'd never given their names, but Ollie was good enough at what he did to work out their real names. And they were all good enough to work out his. It was sort of an unspoken rule. They were all very, very, very careful. And more importantly, humble. If they had worked out each other's names, they wouldn't do anything as foolish as post that information online. Even with the benefits of layers of onion routing, tails, a VPN, and all of the modern bells and whistles. Egos are typically the thing that gets hackers caught. Ollie's area of specialty was cryptography, but as said before, he was humble enough to know his limits. And one of those limits was sometimes missing what was right in front of his nose. Now, Sarah had that kind of smartness where you just get things, which is why she worked so well with Ollie, who sometimes missed those obvious points. I knew there was a reason I got another coffee, Ollie typed. Good. You can keep out of trouble that way, replied Sarah. Ollie took a second before typing, He felt like Sarah might be baiting him, but he couldn't tell. Why, whatever trouble are you talking about? Sarah replied instantly. I'm not naming it in this forum, dipshit. She said. Well, I'm not afraid of naming it. Ollie wrote. He began typing out the word fearlessly. M A R I A N A Then he stopped before he hit send. After a pause, Sarah wrote something in reply. I thought you weren't afraid of naming it. Just for a second, Ollie felt a tinge of insecurity and he slammed his hand on the keyboard. Sending the message. Mariana. The word sat in the forum, all by itself, in block capital letters. Sarah wasn't replying. Now, Ollie was starting to feel like maybe he'd taken it too far. Sometimes, Ollie just, well, he gets hot headed. He'd sometimes interpret basic conversation as some sort of challenge. At his worst, everything was an opportunity to prove himself. Not in a jock sort of way, he had a really endearing, naive side to his personality. But Jesus Christ, he could be so smart and yet so fucking dumb. You idiot. You complete idiot. You stupid, impulsive idiot. Sarah typed. I'm so sorry. Ollie began typing in a panic. While I'm shutting down the forum, we've probably already been pinged. We'll have to spend even more time setting up the next chat room. You stupid, selfish dick. The forum went dead. Ollie's half-written apology sat locked in the chat box. Ollie had forgotten what it felt like to get a good night's sleep. After purchasing some dubious gray market tech, he was finally able to sleep without having his dreams interrupted by advertising. But corporate propaganda is nothing in comparison to a guilty conscience. A couple of months passed. Ollie was now hashtag doodle tucko and was now apologizing to 77 seven Scary Terry77, seven seven, Dollar Sign Jezebel Burger, underscore 83, at Intuition 93, and Pet Asterisk the asterisk Grass asterisk rabbit underscore main. The gang had forgiven him. And Ollie had been careful to not blow the truss that he had slowly and carefully re-earned with them. Because he would need every single inch of that ground gained. Because he was about to blow it again. After a couple of hours of treading water, talking about the latest TV show that they were all watching, Ollie noticed that he had all four of his friends where he wanted them. Together at once, and sitting comfortably. So... Do you guys remember that code that popped up on our old forum? Ollie typed. Cue everyone talking over each other at once. No one bothered to notice they were repeating the same points in rapid fire motion. Ollie sat back and waited for the right moment. Well, it definitely was a cipher. A rare moment of silence on the message board. For what exactly? Said someone, who Ollie was 85% sure was Ali. I did a bit of digging. I think I've found the front door. Ollie was practically salivating. He so, so, so desperately wanted to boast about it, but he knew he couldn't. Ollie mustered all of the subtlety he was capable of and wrote, to, you know, Mary Ann's house. If there was any doubt as to which one of the members was Ollie before, there wasn't at this point. There was another moment of silence. Then a flurry of pop-ups indicating that everyone in the group was typing something. The first cab off the rank, as usual, had to be Way, Oli could tell by the tone. You know what? I don't give a shit anymore. We're sick of packing up shop and resetting every time you want to blow your load too early. You're going to end up dead. And we're not going to get involved. Next was Rama. The Cynic. Yeah, this sounds like a honeypot, dude. You have precisely zero evidence that this is going to lead to the place you're talking about. Every time we keep flying next to the sun, the wax in our wings gets just a little bit weaker. And of course, Ali was next, pretending like he didn't care when Ollie knew he was salivating just as much as him. Some proof would be nice before we start getting involved in this. That just left Sarah. Ollie was self aware enough to at least know that a big part of this was down to trying to impress her. So, why wasn't she responding? And the flurry of messages continued from the group, but no response from Sarah. Ollie recomposed himself and answered the questions as best he could. The best he could meaning showboating endlessly. It was clear that Sarah wasn't in the forum anymore because otherwise she would've shut down the conversation by now. The gang was going way too far in their indiscretion. Fine! Ollie slammed the keyboard with each letter punched out. Well, I'm going to the Marianas web, and I'll bring back a photo. I'll find you guys when the new forum is up. Ollie logged out. A few weeks later, like clockwork, the forum for the gang was up and running again. It had taken even more than the usual precautions though, drop-offs in physical locations, codes and a number of verifications to make sure that it was just the usual gang and nothing else that they had dragged in on the way. Before they could get on to talking about episode 7 of A Shot at Love, they all shared their recent experiences in getting back into the chat room, which had been fraught, as expected. But unusually so cruise underscore bruise underscore ship typed probably ruffled more than the necessary amount of feathers this time yeah that sounds like the typical risk averseness of way not to mention his near clinical need to be the first to comment hello Cuddy kitty 62 replied with how many more times did you possibly think that we were going to let you drag us neck deep into trouble That one stung. It was almost definitely Sarah. Big underscore guns underscore small underscore flowers typed in. You all would have done it if you had had the chance. You're more than welcome to join me next time. Stupid, stubborn, arrogant Ollie. Choo Choo Asterix Brain 44 waited for the perfect moment to chime in. Look, there were more of us before. But we didn't lose anyone, we culled them. This group isn't about glory hogging or farming clout, we're here to make an actual difference. And if that means going slow and focusing on the boring smaller targets, then so be it. Almost definitely Rama, collected, measured, but with an underlying cynicism. All good points guys, I get it. I get it, but there was a long, long pause before the follow-up text. We are talking about the greatest mystery on the internet. You know, the place where no mystery can possibly exist because the entire world's knowledge is a picosecond away from your fingertips, if there's even the slightest chance that a certain someone was able to crack open the most impenetrable, mysterious and malevolent safe in human existence, and we reject that person at this point, then what the fuck is the point of even being a member of this group? Another very long, very uncomfortable pause. That must be Ali showing his true colours. Of course he wished he had cracked the Mariana code first. But, at least he was admitting it. Ali needed all the support he could get in his online friend group, as it was becoming increasingly clear that his influence was waning. A moment of silence. If people disagreed, then they took their time to respond. It seemed Ali had made a compelling point, but obviously not compelling enough for Rama. No, no, I am done with Ollie's shit and I don't care that I'm naming him. That is the line that I'm willing to cross if it means kicking him out of this group. Another pause. Rama had broken the one unspoken rule of the hackers circle and she knew it. She had squatted right in the middle of the room and squeezed out an unignorable challenge to everyone else sharing the space. Ali was mad. Okay, fine. Our friend messed up, but you don't name that person. If not for their sake, then for your own self-preservation. Rama was even more pissed off now. Don't you get it? This is it. I'm done. I've pulled the plug. And whether you appreciate it or not, I'm doing it to make sure you don't end up dead. Way, came in. To admit defeat. Well, that's it then. Weak link in the chain. Keep this up and they'll identify all of us. And then, the next comment, which was the final straw for Rama. So, I take it that... No one is going to be making another attempt on cracking the Mariana? That was it. Rama could not believe that Ollie would name Mariana in and of itself, but especially so after his real-life name was revealed in the chat room. Rama began typing furiously. Ollie, I can post a lot more than just your first name, buddy. Family, location, age, net worth. Be very careful about the bridges you burn on the way out. You've been given the option to step down gracefully. Another very long, uncomfortable silence. No one dared interject in between Rama and Ollie's spat. Then, after a second, Ollie began typing. It seemed to take an unnecessarily long amount of time. Whatever Ollie was saying, it must have been a couple of paragraphs. Ollie, Didn't you guys hear? He drowned last week. Suicide in his parents' bathtub. The chat room immediately went empty. And very shortly after, its existence was wiped from the internet. You've just listened to episode 5 of the Sulfuric Secrets. I hate to end on such a terrible tragedy, but rest assured, there's more to come in the future. As above, so below, and cause and effect, there are consequences for everything, even if we don't notice them at first. If you liked this episode, be sure to support the project through the Between Two Worlds Patreon. This is a real passion project and all amounts help. Make sure to comment on, like and recommend The Sulfuric Secrets to people who might like it. I'd love to hear your feedback on the project and any theories you might have. Finally, be sure to visit the YouTube page as the video version of The Sulfuric Secrets is posted on Wednesdays. Here you'll find an edited video version that hopefully helps to build a richer visual world. Until then, thank you and good night.